Hello and welcome to the Relove Podcast. I'm Dr. Ezzy Spencer, your host. I am an author, I'm a coach, and I'm a love doctor, which means that I help brilliant magical women to create love. In this podcast episode, we're going to be diving into the question of am I ready to start dating yet? Or should I wait until dot dot dot? I have more clarity around my situation until I feel more healed after heartbreak or until I know what my living situation is going to look like or until I know what's going to happen with my career or until I lose a few pounds or or, or fill in the gap. These are the kind of questions which I get from clients who are curious about when it is the right time to start dating figuring out whether they truly are ready to move forwards. And so, of course, there's not going to be one size fits all. This is usually where I drill in deeply with a client in their particular situation. But I'm going to offer three common situations in this episode, together with some prompts for you to consider whether it might be the right time for you to get back onto the court or whether the right thing for you to do at this point in time is to pause. And the first situation is if you're someone who likes everything to be perfect before you take any action to the point where you're actually delaying love unnecessarily, missing out on really awesome opportunities without realizing it. And I've got some really good tips for you in terms of figuring out whether that's you and also what you can do about it if that's where you find yourself. The second situation is if you have come out of a very toxic relationship Or if you've identified, hey, look, I have a pattern of choosing partners or continuing to invest in relationships, which are really less than what it is that I deserve. So if I'm settling for someone whose behavior is a little bit toxic, or if I'm settling for someone who's even just a bit safe and boring, or if I am settling for someone who's actually really unavailable. So I'm going to dive into that one. And then the third situation here is if you know for sure that you've got a major change coming in your life within a foreseeable time frame. So I've got some very specific advice in that situation as well. All right. So the first situation here is if you tend to be someone in your life who waits until things are perfect or things are in the right order or until you finish one thing completely and polish it before you take any action to move forwards. And so if you find that you're always saying to yourself, well, look, I'll just wait until I'm perfectly set up and settled in my new apartment, you know, or if you find yourself saying, hey, I just need to be really and absolutely perfect in the way that my body is looking, you know, before I allow myself to be seen. And so I invite you to ask yourself first and foremost, are you someone who always likes to get your ducks in a row before you take any action? And when I'm speaking to someone like this, there's oftentimes this feeling of wanting to script and control and manage their lives because of something underlying. And that underlying feeling or that underlying belief is that their life is not good enough as it is, that they are actually not good enough as is, or they won't be worthy of love, or they won't be ready or capable of dating, or they won't be a desirable candidate 
unless they look a certain way or they have a certain number of dollars in their bank accounts or they have a certain amount of clarity around what exactly it is that they're doing in the world. And the issue with this is that you can't really script and control life all the time in all of the ways. And certainly that's been the big lesson of the last couple of years of the pandemic, the big collective lesson. And, you know, the feminine actually allows for the openness, the fluidity, the magic that exists in the unknown. The human condition is messy. To be flawed is to be human. And what is actually going to make you the most desirable candidate is how you can be in the flow with life, how you can treat yourself with the realities of life. So for example, are you able to do multiple things at any one time and accept that life will ebb and flow, except that sometimes there are going to be wins and there are sometimes going to be losses. And it doesn't actually matter sometimes what it is that you're doing, however hard it is that you're working, however much you are manifesting, whatever it is that you're putting into the world. Like sometimes things will be slow or sometimes things will be disrupted or sometimes things won't work. And there's nothing that you can do about that except to be kind to yourself and to extend that kindness to others. You know, this is actually going to be what's going to make you the most desirable, most attractive partner, someone who's able to keep on, keep on rolling, like keep surfing the waves because they're going to keep coming in. Do you feel like everything has to be perfect before you can start doing the thing that actually really want to do? Calling in real love, The answer to that is yes, just jump on the court. Just put yourself out there and be real about who you are and where you are in life. And if you are, you know, genuinely open and genuinely kind and loving with yourself through that process, if you are honest and able to hold your vulnerability with grace and compassion, self-compassion and self-forgiveness for, say, not being at a certain stage, you know, at your age, maybe you wanted to be owning a house or maybe you thought that you'd be married with kids or maybe you thought you'd have a particular position, you know, in a particular company by now. Whatever it is, if you've fallen short of that, if the pandemic has set you back, uh, you know, if you don't have the relationship with your family that in your mind you would like to have or that you're judging as a successful person would have that, if you're able to be really vulnerable and really honest with that vulnerability, if you're able to just hold yourself with a huge amount of love and kindness, like that's just how it is. You know, I would have scripted it differently, but this is how it is. And I love myself anyway. You know, I'm not afraid to be seen for just who I am, however these flaws might seem to to you or however I might be perceiving my own flaws. You know, you are going to just radiate a level of permission for other people to be themselves. You are going to allow emotional safety, which is going to have you be completely magnetic. 
being the perfect partner doesn't mean like having the perfect dress size or having the perfect job or living in the perfect place. It might not be having everything together on paper. This is your vibe. This is how you show up. This is the kind of quality that's going to make suitors go crazy and want to pursue you because this is a rare and special quality something beautiful to cultivate. You don't need everything to be perfect. You do not need to be endlessly polishing. You can be you exactly where you are right here, right now. Second situation, different situation. If you have come out of a toxic relationship or if you are just realizing that you have had a pattern of choosing partners in the past, And those partners have been less than what it is that you deserve. So if you have just realized or had the insight into, hang on a sec, I have ended up in funky or dysfunctional dynamics or dynamics that were not actually leading to what my core desire was in relationship. And in the Relove program, I usually am working with women who are wanting to create a healthy, loving relationship, which will go the distance, which will be a really solid foundation for a long-term partnership, forever partnership, building a family, having that solid base for being out in the world and creating whatever it is that you do want to create in the world, to live your purpose, to live your mission, but to do that with a very nourishing, secure foundation of family and partnership. So if you're waking up to the fact uh, by just, you know, noticing, well, hang on a sec, I've chosen partners that haven't been in alignment with that deep heart wish of mine. I've chosen people or I've continued to invest in people who do treat me in a way that's not what I deserve. I have settled for less. I have chosen people in the past who've been unavailable, but I tried to work to demonstrate my value as a result of that, which is, of course, it's ended up in a dissatisfying relational dynamic. You know, it hasn't ended up in a relationship that's progressed in the direction where I want it to go. So if you're just getting that self-awareness or you're still tending to heartbreak as a result of choosing someone who has been very challenging or you're kind of burnt out and you're needing just to take stock for a moment, what I would invite you to do there is to pause, to pause and to do some deeper work around self-worth and self-love. And I say that even if you have the self-awareness. So oftentimes that insight or that realization, or hang on a sec, like I chose someone who was toxic or I've settled for less than what I have deserved as a historical pattern in my relationships, like oftentimes that self-awareness is a really important first step. Like there are people who go their whole lives and they're never honest with themselves that they have settled for less than what it is that they deserve. You know, that they're not really deeply fulfilled, that they're not being loved and cherished and supported as they deserve in their relationships. You know, so the first thing is like celebrate the self-awareness And know that oftentimes the self-awareness is the first step, but you also need to take the second step. And that second step is around addressing the cause. Like what has caused you to choose those people? Or why is it that even after you've seen the flags, you've continued to invest in someone who is just not going to be capable or willing to show up and meet you or to show up and treat you as you deserve? And so it's that second step. It's that self-worth, that self-love work, which is really important to do in this situation 
before you get back onto the court. So again, a bit different to the first situation. If you tend to be someone who just likes everything to be perfect, you know, before you move forwards, this situation is more around when you've had a realization that you have chosen people that are less than what it is that you deserve. So rather than then just jumping back into the dating pool and replicating the pattern, usually I recommend a 90 day pause. So take three months out of dating as a minimum, you know, you can take more than that, but I think three months when you're actually doing the work can shift this pattern. So you You can come back and date in a much more intentional and mindful way. And so an example of doing the work, you know, there's a host of books and podcasts and, um, you know, all kinds of things out there freely available or for low cost in terms of self-love and really building your self-worth, your sense of self, really building up your self-esteem, working on your self-compassion and self-forgiveness. These are the kind of things that you want to be leaning into. You might also want to be considering doing some therapy or some coaching around this, like doing a program which is specifically designed to support you to build a solid foundation of self-worth or to be working one-on-one with a practitioner who can help you to really get down to the bottom of why is it that you have chosen these partners in the past and also how can you shift this? How can you grow that sense of self moving forwards so then you make really healthy and aligned partner choices moving forwards? So that's the second situation. Take a pause, at least 90 days, dive in and do the work. You'll know that you're ready when you're feeling trust in yourself to be able to discern who's going to be a great partner for you, when you feel confident that you can effectively filter, when you're actually feeling a little excited about the process of meeting someone and having fun in the courtship process and stepping into relationship, if that really lights you up. Uh, rather than makes you feel like, oh my God, I don't know whether that's something I even want or am I going to fall into the same habit again? Am I going to be used again? Um, you know, is like this relationship even something that I want or, you know, is my life really good enough as it is? These are signals that maybe there could be a little more of that self-love, self-worth work because we want you to be showing up in a way which is going to have you feel really optimistic about the future. You know, butterflies are absolutely normal. Uh, Of course, there will need to be a vetting process. It's not like you're going to decide, yep, I'm ready, I'm excited about love again and then your beloved is going to be the first person that you swipe on um, on on a, on a dating app. Although it has happened, but really measuring yourself for that trust and confidence and a sense of desirability about romance and and relationship will be some of the metrics that are going to, to indicate that you are ready to start dating. And then the third thing or the third situation is if you know for sure that there's a major change coming down the pipeline for you. So this is a bit different in that first situation where you're just not sure you don't have the clarity exactly around what it is that you're going to do work-wise or potentially there might be a move on the horizon, but you're not sure yet, still uncertain. That's the first situation. And so you're waiting for everything to have that laser clarity before you move forwards. The third situation is actually when you do know for sure that there's going to be a big move coming. So an example of that, a classic example, sometimes my clients have this situation that they know they're going to be moving countries in say three months time. And they also know that that move is going to be permanent or pretty permanent. And they also know that they're looking for long-term partnership. And so in that situation, I invite them to be really clear about 
their goals and how their current dating choices is going to align with their goals. Because the reality is, if you are for sure going to be permanently in another place, or there's going to be some kind of real major shift or change, which is going to dramatically change the way that your life looks, and that changes you know, within a foreseeable time frame, then I mean, absolutely, by all means, still date, but be really clear and upfront about that. So you're most likely only going to be entering into a short-term liaison with someone. I do not recommend that you do enter into long-term, long-distance relationships. If you're wanting to create something which is going to be a real committed divine union partnership, then you do need physical presence. So if you are going to be actively dating, in the meantime, sort of in the in the immediate future, but before that major change happens, then you're going to really need to be carefully selecting for someone who's going to be, say, location independent, who's going to be willing to move with you, who's going to have some adaptability, flexibility in their life to be able to change, you know, with you when you know that's coming down the pipeline. And so it might seem a little bit obvious, but oftentimes people might be feeling a little bit lonely in the short term and it does lead to heartbreak down the track, not just for you, but also for the other person. So in those kind of situations, I often do encourage my clients to take this time as real self time. So really dive in deeply, go to another level of the self love work or the personal development work, maybe start uh, setting your dating app profiles for the new place that you're moving to. If you are actually going to be shifting location, start connecting with people in that new place, start chatting with people over there, knowing that, you know, you're going to be there in three months time. Um, rather than say getting invested or complicating your current situation where you currently find yourself, um, invest your energy and your attention in your direction. So where it is that you're going in the future. And if you do choose to date in the short term, be of high integrity, be super transparent, have all that on the table, you know, right at the beginning. And, you know, so the other person knows where you're at. Um, and so you also get, don't get into a deeper entanglement or be selecting for somebody, you know, in those early connections, in those early, you know, dates and encounters, um, be selecting for someone who does have a kind of adaptability, some flexibility in their situation that they might be able to roll with you into the next stage of your life. All right. So in summary, there are three major situations that you might find yourself in when you're asking yourself whether you are ready to date. And the first of those situations is that you don't have clarity exactly on what it is that you're doing or where you might be or where you might be living or work-wise what might be happening for you or maybe you're not at your desired weight or maybe there are some aspects of your life where you're kind of wishing that you would be a little bit further along if you find yourself there is to just say hey you know what like I can put myself out there and be not exactly sure about the future this is a great practice in terms of uncertainty I can put myself out there even when I may perceive myself as being flawed. You can put yourself out there and do it in a way where you can be honest, where you can be vulnerable, where you can be kind with yourself and know then you're going to be incredibly 
incredibly attractive to someone who shares these qualities, someone else who's going to match you on a level of emotional maturity there. And it allows for a beautiful, deep connection, a real intimate connection. And you're letting someone else into your life then to collaborate. You can co-create. There may be answers or solutions that may come through being in relationship with the right person. The second situation is if you are someone who is healing from a difficult relationship breakup, if you are recovering from a toxic relationship, or if you are at a point in your life where you are recognizing a pattern in the choices that you are making in relationship. For example, if you catch yourself saying, I have actually only attracted unavailable people, or I have just continued to invest in relationships that are less than what I deserve. Hang on a sec. I've got that awareness right now. I've got that insight around that. And I have a determination that I'm not going to put my heart through the shredder again. But, you know, you haven't necessarily done like a deep program of work to support you to shift some of that um, to the deeper patterns. And oftentimes, I mean, those patterns run so deep, they tend to be intergenerational. You know, oftentimes when clients are coming into the Relove program, they are repeating or playing out patterns of their parents, um, of a primary caregiver, often of their mother, not always a mother, you know, but it's oftentimes something which is so deeply imprinted on us as young people, very, very sensitive. Um, permeable people. And so, you know, these patterns that go beyond the conscious mind, these patterns are often running in the unconscious. And even when you have the self-awareness around the fact that there is a pattern, because you're able to observe your behavior and your choices in the past, that self-awareness doesn't always equip you with what it is that you need to dive into the unconscious and to shift that programming. So I invite you to take a pause in that case, at least 90 days and go down into the unconscious and do the deep work to build your sense of self, to build a beautiful sense of self-esteem, to have standards, to be able to set boundaries, to remove any emotional static that prevents you from being able to identify your needs, ask for your needs, and to communicate clearly. This is all what we do in the Relove program. And it is a beautiful, beautiful deep dive into all of this. But however you do it, I invite you to take a pause and do the work because you can break that pattern and you can create a beautiful, healthy, loving relationship, even if you do not have a template for that. It is absolutely possible. I've supported so many women who think that they're somehow damaged or that there's no hope for them in love, even women in their 50s and 60s who have resigned themselves to being single to shift these deep patterns and to welcome in the kind of partner who is going to really meet you, support you, cherish you and love you as you deserve. And then the third situation is when you know for sure that there's a major life change coming in, a really big transition, which is going to fundamentally change the look and the feel of your life. And the classic example there, when you know you're going to be moving to another country in three months time. And so invitation there is actually to redirect the attention back to yourself and to ensure that you are, you know, doing beautiful self-love work, doing your personal development work and set your sights on your future. So where it is that you're heading towards. And if you do choose to date in this time, be super upfront about that when you are on the dating apps. Like let people know that you that you are definitely moving in three months' time. Be filtering for flexibility and adaptability in their situations. Or, you know, just be aware that this is probably going to be a short-term liaison, which doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just that you don't want to be holding out that there could be some possibility of something that there's not. And also, you know, unless you are 
genuinely open to changing your plans. You know, you don't want to be swayed on your path forward in life, or at least you want to tread very carefully around that if you are already, you know, working towards something, which is a very clear plan, a clear goal and something you've been working towards for a while. So I hope that's helpful for you if you're wondering whether you are ready for dating, whether it's the right time to put yourself onto the court. As always, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Izzy Spencer on Instagram. You're welcome to come on over and say hi. You're welcome to DM me. I'm always curious as to how these tips help you. And if you'd like to dive deeper into Relove, I invite you to go on over to my website, izzyspencer.com, and to check out more about the Relove program. You can pop in an expression of interest and we can have a chat to see whether the program might be the right fit for you. There's also a free attraction Alexa over there on the website. So if you find yourself in that first situation where you want to dial up a little bit of your confidence and trust that it's okay to be messy and be exactly where you are and you want to be connecting with people, then head on over to essiespencer.com and download that very juicy two-minute audio. It's free and it does help to really dial up your magnetic powers. So go and download that. I'm wishing you all the love. <laughs>